again. Welcome to Five Word Fun. I'm Karen and I eat words for breakfast, dinner and tea. Well, I don't really, but I love words. I love putting words into sentences and I love putting those sentences into a story. And I love rhyming words and making poems with them. Well, that's what Five Word Fun is all about. And that's exactly what we're going to do today. But where are all these words, you ask? Well, they're in my word pot. And today, my word pot has travelled all the way to... Oh, I see it there. Dublin. To the home of sisters Beatrice and Caroline. Beatrice is nine and Caroline is seven. And I'm told that they are wonderful at crocheting and knitting and weaving and sewing. Let's see if they can stitch up a few sentences. Hi, girls. Hi. Well, I am delighted that you are going to play five word fun with me today. Has the word pot landed safely in Dublin? Yes, it has. Brilliant. I hope you're ready to play five word fun. Who's going to pick the first word? I am. That's Beatrice. Okay. And she's swishing around in the word pot. Word is finally. Finally. Hmm. Feels like it's over already. And what does finally mean, Beatrice? Um, it means something is, has at last come to the end um, and it could be something really boring or something that you just want to whiz through really quickly. Maybe in the fable, the tortoise and the hare. Finally, the tortoise came to the finish and the hare was right behind him. Well, that is an excellent description of the word finally. Thank you. So yes, so it's after a long time. We also say finally, if we want to make one last point, don't we? So finally, then Beatrice, can we have your finally sentence, please? Finally, the tortoise um, passed the finish line and the hare was right behind him. Super. Over to you then, Caroline. Can you please tell us the next word from the word pot? Embarrassed. Well, that's a big word. Thank you, Caroline. Embarrassed. It's E-M-B-A-R-R-A-S-S-E-D. Sometimes I might spell that wrong and then I get a bit embarrassed. It's a feeling. It's a feeling of being quite shy and, you know, really aware of yourself. You might have said something or done something a little bit silly and other people are looking at you or you think they're laughing at you and you might feel embarrassed. Do you have any stories about somebody who might be embarrassed, Caroline? My granny was walking down the street um, and she thought of something funny. We don't know what it was, though. And she was laughing so much. A woman said, your skirt is falling down. She brushed her zip on her skirt. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Your poor granny. Oh, I bet she was embarrassed. But good for her having such a laugh. Great story. So, Caroline, can we please have a sentence with embarrassed in it? My granny was laughing so much. Her skirt fell down. She was very embarrassed. Excellent. Okay, back to Beatrice at the word pot. The word is swaying. Ah, swaying. I feel relaxed already. What does swaying mean? Moving about gently side to side or back to and fro, um, maybe on a swing. But you have to sort of do it slowly because doing it really fast would just be like... You, w- you wouldn't get to enjoy yourself. You'd just be swinging and swinging and 
or you could just be rocking, rocking really, really fast. And trees can also sway in the breeze. Well, do you know that must be the most comprehensive explanation we've ever had here on Five Word Fun. Thank you, Beatrice. Indeed, it's movement and swaying is slow and rhythmical and side to side and back and forth. And it's an action word. So do you know what that makes it, Beatrice? I think it's a verb. I think you're absolutely right. Now I also think it's time for a sentence. Looked out the window and saw the tree was swaying gently in the breeze. He looked out the window and saw the tree was swaying in the breeze. Beautiful. So, Caroline, the word pot is whirring around. You know what that means. And the word you've picked is... Sparkled. Oh, sparkled. This makes me think of good things. Oh, I love this word. Tell me what might sparkle. Frost. Oh yeah, frost. I wasn't even thinking about that. Well done. Can you describe what frost might look like on a winter's morning? It's shiny. Sort of looks like it has glitter in it. Yeah, Caroline, it's magical, isn't it? It glistens. It's like glitter. Is there anything else sparkly? Well, we have a sparkly cushion. It's a change colour cushion and it has silver and purple. And also the sun can shine on the water and it can make it all shiny. I never thought about water. You're so right. In fact, Caroline, lots of things in nature sparkle. Okay then, bright spark, Caroline. Let's have your sparkled sentence. The water sparkled as the pirates came to shore. That's amazing. Thank you. And so for our final word, it's back to Beatrice standing by at the word pot. The word is pyjamas. Oh, Well, I'm feeling quite comfy already just thinking about pyjamas. What are they? They're a type of clothing that you wear in bed. They're usually probably in cotton because that's that's the thinnest layer and then you might have something heavy on top of it like a duvet or a blanket or something. Another great explanation, thank you Beatrice. Yet there are comfortable and loose-fitting bedclothes. Their nicknames can be PJs. Oh yeah, and jammies or yammies and jim jams or jam jams and jim jims. Oh, actually no, not jim jims. Anyway, back to more important matters. Beatrice, our pyjama sentence, please. The pyjamas were comfortable and warm because they had been on the heater. Well, thank you, girls. Now we have our five sentences. So now I'm going to go away and put on my thinking cap and I'm going to mix all those five sentences into a little story. When I come back, I'm going to tell you that story and I want you to listen really carefully. Listen out for your sentences and listen to the details because there will be a quiz afterwards. See you soon. See you soon. See you soon. And I'm back. And oh my goodness, my thinking cap was under a lot of pressure with those brilliant sentences. But before I tell it to you, though, let's remind ourselves of our five sentences again. Finally, the tortoise passed the finish line and the hare was right behind him. My granny was laughing so much her skirt fell down and she was very embarrassed. He looked out the window and saw the tree was swaying in the breeze. The water sparkled as the pirates came to shore. The pyjamas were comfortable and warm because they had been on the heater. Those are our sentences and this is our story and it's called Peggy the Pirate Princess. You might have heard of Grania Whale, Ireland's Pirate Queen. But this story is about Peggy the Pirate Princess. Now she's not as well known as Gráinne, I'll give you that, but her adventures on the high seas are epic. Peggy is a pirate in disguise. Yeah, you might see her down the local shop in Limerick, Mrs O'Malley's, buying her bread and milk 
and you'd never think she was a pirate. She's a really good-natured pirate. She's always smiling and happy. In fact, sometimes she gets into fits of laughter and she just can't stop. Her granddaughter said recently, My granny was laughing so much her skirt fell down and she was very embarrassed. And that's a true story, but that's for another day. Now, the reason Peggy became a pirate, it's simple really. Peggy loves fish fingers. Oh, she's a great cook and she makes the most delicious dinners of broccoli, carrots and peas, chips, roasties and of course fish fingers. Her granddaughters love it and so does Peggy. Recently Peggy was shocked to learn that the price of fish fingers was going up. No longer three euro but 87 euro for a box of fish fingers. Now come on. No, she refused to pay. Her granddaughters were so disappointed when she told them no more fish fingers when they called round for tea. She'd get her own fish fingers, she thought. She wasn't going to pay 87 euro for them. So she hatched a plan. And that's really why and how she became a pirate. Peggy built her own ship for hours in the back garden made of old pallets of wood. She called it the Plain Pearl. She knitted the sails herself with a little help from Beatrice and Caroline, who were great at knitting and crocheting and sewing. She even knitted an eye patch for herself, but she didn't say things like, Wow, me hearties. Come on, she was a modern pirate. When she was finally ready, Peggy towed the plain pearl down to Sandy Mount Strand. She pushed and pushed with all her might, but she couldn't get the ship into the water. When she looked around, she noticed two little creatures on the beach. A tortoise and a hare. They were running and it seemed like they were having a race. Finally, the tortoise passed the finish line and the hare was right behind him. Peggy congratulated them on the race and she asked if they'd help her to push her ship. Help you, they said. Why, we'd be honoured. Can we join your crew and set sail together? So they did. And the new pirate princess went in search of her beloved fish fingers, battling bad pirates, killer whales and sharks, and deadly Portuguese man-of-war jellyfish along the way. Somewhere south of Omega Tree Island, Peggy and her crew met with Henry Haddock, president of the Fish Fingers Association. All right, Peggy, the deal is this. We fish don't even use our fingers. We don't even need them. So we donate them to O'Malley. <gasps> Mrs. O'Malley was a pirate then. Peggy was shocked. But I didn't know, continued Henry, that she makes everybody pay for them in a shop. That's not good. Tell you what, Peggy, I'll give you the full supply and you can enjoy them and pass them on to all your friends. Next time O'Malley comes in here, she's going to get a piece of my mind. Yes, Peggy was delighted. Thinking of all the yummy dinners she had to look forward to, she thanked Henry Haddock and she told the tortoise and the hare to map a chart 4,440 nautical miles from home. Peggy was tired though. Being a pirate was hard work. She went down to her captain's cabin and decided to have a little nap. The pyjamas were comfortable and warm because they'd been on the heater. She put them on and slept peacefully to the sound of the waves. By the next morning, it seemed like the plain pearl was lost. The tortoise was worried. He checked the map. No help. He looked out the window and saw the tree was swaying in the breeze. That's a good sign, trees. That means land ahoy! Peggy shot up in her cabin and came up deck. The water sparkled as the pirates came to shore. The crew moored the ship at Sandy Mount Strand and Peggy loaded the fish fingers in the back of her car. That evening, her granddaughters Caroline and Beatrice called around for tea. Yay, Granny! Fish fingers! We thought we'd never have them again. How did you do it? 
Oh, you know, I took to the seven seas, laughed Peggy. The girls looked at each other, a little bit confused. Eh, uh, Granny, where's the ketchup? You're all out. Ooh, are. I mean, uh, ooh, yes, said Peggy. Mrs. O'Malley, the old swashbuckler, is after putting up the price of that too. I'll be heading back out with my crew tomorrow to sort it out. Shiver me timbers. So there you go. That's Peggy the Pirate Princess. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you heard all the sentences. Now it's time for the rapid fire quiz round. Shout the answers if you know them, but don't shout them too loud. Are you ready, girls? Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. What is the name of the shopkeeper who puts up the price of fish fingers? Mrs. O'Malley. Mrs. O'Malley. Correct. That's a great start. How much did she put up the price to? 87. Well done! Next question. What was the name of Peggy's ship? Something Pearl. The Plain Pearl? Good teamwork! Brilliant! Well done! Next question. What strand did Peggy set sail from? Um, Sandy Man Strand. Is the right answer, Caroline? Yes! Okay, let's keep going. Who else was in her crew? The hare and the tortoise. It was indeed. Oh, I love to hear that ding. Next question. It's multiple choice. What was the name of the island where Peggy met the president of the Fish Fingers Association? Was it Calcium Island, Vitamin D Island or Omega-3 Island? Omega-3 Island. Well, you're both sure of that one. Correct. What was his name? Henry Haddock. Henry Haddock it was. Well done. How did the tortoise know they were near land? Tree. Correct. Okay, this one now is very difficult. How many nautical miles from home was it? Mm, no. No. No, time's up, I'm afraid. Not to worry. It was 4,440. Yeah, that was a really hard one. Okay, here's the last question, girls. What was the second thing Mrs. O'Malley put up the price of? Ketchup. Well done, Caroline and Beatrice. You really were listening. That was brilliant. And so to finish, let's remind ourselves of today's five words. Finally, swaying, sparkled, pyjamas, embarrassed. Can you think of any words that rhyme with these? Well, I've been thinking and I've come up with a little poem. Have a listen. The diamond it sparkled, the diamond it shone up high on the mountain where the little princess had run. She was trying to hide. She was really quite shy, feeling rather embarrassed. Oh, she thought she would cry. On her head was a crown, swaying there side to side, sparkling with diamonds and fit for the bride. The princess imagined she was queen of Bahamas, but instead there she was in her little pyjamas. <gasps> Chased by the queen's guards, she ran as fast as could be, but it was no use. She gave up, finally. And that's a poem with all five words. And that's it today for Five Word Fun. Thank you so much to Caroline and to Beatrice. And thank you for listening. I hope you had fun. Five Word Fun. And I'll see you soon. Bye, girls. Bye. We love five.